Welcome to this is week 11 of the Grocery Guru with Andrew Grant. Andrew, how are you? Yes, Happy New Year, Darren. Season's greetings. Yes, thank you. How was your Christmas? Yeah, very good. Very good. I can't remember what part of lockdown we were in, but yeah, it was a pretty good Christmas despite. Yes, yes. Then we had the announcement on Monday. But let's ignore that and move straight on to grocery stuff. So I believe the title of the episode you've given us this week is... Are there any Christmas turkey leftovers, which has intrigued me because I know nothing about what we're going to talk about this week. Okay, Christmas turkeys leftover maybe was the, the uh, all time. Well. So it's that time of the year where obviously um, you get to see who were the winners and the turkeys over Christmas. So um, the latest Cantar data came out, I think, on Tuesday or maybe Wednesday. Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Um, so here we go, Darren. Which multiple do you think was the best performing over Christmas by a long chalk? Really? Okay, best multiple. Is, uh, and is this gross? Sorry, on best, let, let's say best grocer. Best grocer, okay. And is this growth on growth or best overall market share? No, no, this isn't market share. This is growth in the however many weeks up to Christmas. Okay, all right. So 12, I... weeks, 12 weeks up to the 27th of December, the country's fastest growing food retailer was? Oh, I'm going to go Aldi. Now, I'm going to go Aldi because I think they were doing very well. Um, we shopped in there late December or just before okay. Christmas Day, and we found things like prawn rings, which were cracking value. There was something okay. like £3.80 for this prawn ring of 70 prawns. Okay, so, all right, so your answer is um, Aldi. It is. Um, I'll change the question then. Which was the worst performing retailer over Christmas? Because it's, uh, it's the same answer, Darren. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Aldi only showed 6% growth in a market that grew by 11.3. Wow. I know, I was, I was shocked for about five seconds, but there's a very obvious answer. All right, so obvious that I don't know it. I, I can't even reach for it. So let me just understand. So they were five points of growth behind the average. Oh. Behind the average, or when I tell you who the, the biggest, or when you guess who the biggest grower is, they were 30-odd points behind the biggest grower. Okay. So what's, what have we been talking about the last, uh, quite a few of the last 10 old episodes? What's been the biggest change in grocery this year because of the pandemic? Okay, so we're talking about online shopping, I guess. Okay, what haven't Aldi got? online shopping very good point Andrew. very good point I think absolutely so I think Aldi have really really suffered I mean you know if you think the last three or four years we've been expect we've expected to see double digit growth from the likes of Aldi and Lidl uh, a lot of it because of new stores obviously but yeah worst performing multiple um, Aldi principally I think because they haven't got a big online shopping presence Lidl interestingly managed to show 15 percent growth but they did a very big, I think it was spend 40 and save 15. They did a very deep discount coupon promotion right, okay. during Christmas, which I think obviously saved their bacon, as right. it were. Clearly did. Whatever marketing guru came up with that, thumbs up. Yeah. So right. you should now be able to guess, based on um, the Aldi answer, who was the fastest growing retailer? Ricardo? Ocado, yeah, 38 odd percent growth. So obviously that M&S tie up 
where they've um, they've obviously now sorted out a lot of the early teething troubles is absolutely rocking and rolling for them. Cool. I mean, is it true that they are trying to hang on to COVID and stop the vaccinations? Well, who knows? But um, yeah, so um, I think those are probably the two standouts. Um, your usual sub, uh, your usual uh, suspects all did pretty well. I mean, Tesco eleven percent growth, Sainsbury's eleven percent growth, Morrison's thirteen, um, Iceland twenty one, pretty good. So look, a really healthy grocery market. Not surprising, a lot of you know non-essential retail struggling on allowed to open. Um, home delivery just going bananas, and people you know having to change their sh you know their eating plans for Christmas at the last minute. Obviously, had to go out and yeah. shop uh, differently. I imagine the amount of waste would have been horrific. Oh. I think it will have been. Just coming back to what you said on Iceland, so they doubled the market growth, and I'm just racking my brain thinking, what did Iceland particularly do? I certainly didn't notice anything from their marketing that would have achieved double growth for Christmas. Yeah, I remember, you know, a, a lot of people, um, you know, Iceland's customer um, demographic is probably older and slightly down, more down market than others. They yeah. can't go out and shop every week. They just probably just filled their freezer for a month. Could be, could be. I mean, yeah, massive, massive generalisation, but, you know, you imagine Iceland benefiting from people stocking up because well, of the have, worries about lockdown. Well, let me add another generalisation to that. With the economy the way it is, people losing their jobs, unfortunately, redundancies and so on, are people down shopping a bit? Dropping well, them? interesting, because um, on top of those Kantar figures, we're starting to get the uh, Christmas trading statements. We've had Morrison's and Sainsbury's so far. Um, Tesco's is next week. Um, you know, very much what Morrison's and Sainsbury's are saying in their city updates mirror the Cantar data. So Morrison's 9.3% like for like over Christmas. Sainsbury's 9.3% the same. Um, Morrison's saying champagne sales up 64%, fresh salmon up 40%. Their online business up 300%. Um, what other? Uh, so oh, yes, and online sales accounting for 13% of all, all their business and for Sainsbury's, 18% of all their business. So everything we've seen since lockdown one, you know, sort of all coming together at Christmas and, you know, the big players with home delivery and online um, cleaning up. So was that Sainsbury's one in five, one in every five pounds spent at Sainsbury's is online? Uh, no, no, uh, so hang on, 18%. Yeah, getting on for one in five, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. and, and let me make another stonking uh, generalisation that may or may not be true. Are we starting to see the population maybe split between those who are financially struggling, maybe they're downtrading a bit, moving more into Iceland, those who maybe have more stability but can't go out, can't um, go to restaurants anymore, stocking up on champagne, fresh salmon, maybe they're moving up a bit in their um, tiers. Yeah, obviously, um, I've got a figure here somewhere. Um, yeah, normally four billion is spent out of home over the festive period on drinking in pubs, eating in restaurants, having Christmas parties, what have you. That four billion obviously transferred pretty much lock, stock and barrel into those figures. Uh, for the month, so that 11% total growth for the 
multiple market pretty much has come at the expense of your Mitchells and Butlers and your, you know, your, your, your restaurant chains and what have you. And, you know, only looking at the news today, I think, you know, Mitchells, Mitchells and Butlers, four, 40 million a month they're burning through just to keep their, their pub chains closed. It's scary, yeah. stuff, scary stuff for hospitality. Well, it's one of those machines that's very big. It operates on a, an okay margin, but as soon as that margin stops, the costs still keep ramping through and you're going to burn through it for, what, three, six months before you go and struggle. Yeah. So there we are, snapshot of what Christmas looked like 2020. Um, if you're in supermarket land, you probably had to work exceptionally hard, but you're reaping some pretty good rewards. So the, the three highlights will be the... Um, winner is a cardo or this Christmas. Christmas. The winner's, the winner's definitely a cardo plus, you know, the usual suspects, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison's. Um, standout is Aldi. I think there'll be a lot of questions being asked in Aldi HQ yeah. um, about that fit, those figures. And, and the second point is roughly one in five pounds, every five pounds spent at Sainsbury's is now online. Yeah. Another big yeah. one. Um, and our third one, what's our third standout for you? Well, I think it's, you know, we, we just said that, you know, people, uh, there's this sort of disparity. People went out and indulged themselves if they had the money. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people seriously struggling out there. You just see the figures, I think, again, a couple of days ago, and the number of food banks and the number of people accessing food banks where, you know, we are massively polarising between the haves and the have nots. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. A lot of people struggling out there. We wish them well. All right. Andrew, until next week, be yep. safe. Thank you very much. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.